listening to the all-new Pay Chen Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. I love a little Beyonce on a Sunday evening. Uh, it's getting real, guys. It's real now because the Santa Claus parade happened today. So the holiday countdown is officially on just weeks away. And we even saw a couple of flakes today. So before you know it, full snowfall. Uh, last Sunday, I was telling you about how I had trouble checking in uh, for my flight online. I was having, you know, you fill out all the little tabs, you enter your passport information, the address of where you're staying, all that info, and you get to the last page and you get this error message. It says, try again later. And I did. I did try again later. I tried six times and I wanted to throw my computer out the window. Well, this is what happened. So it turns out I couldn't check in online. And this is just, I'm just giving you some insight in case this happens to you. Uh, I had to check in in person, which is not a big deal. It just, you know, takes a few extra minutes. So I hand my passport over the counter. I was flying to Chicago and uh, I said to the airline employee, it was almost like I was tattling on the website. And I said, you know, I, I tried many times to check in on your website, which I do all the time, but it wouldn't let me check in. So she scans my passport and then she goes, oh, I know why I didn't let you check in. You've been flagged for extra screening. We're not supposed to tell you that. Um, so I don't know what it is ab about me, but I'm always pulled aside for extra screening. It it's even happened to me twice in one day. Like when you have a connecting flight, say if, if you fly internationally and you have to go through security again for the second leg of the trip, happens to me all the time. I'll go through security and they'll always say, uh, excuse me, ma'am, you've just been randomly selected for some extra screening. If you would like, we can uh, give you the privacy of a room. I'm like, no, 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 just just feel me up out here in front of everyone else. Um, clearly, I am very suspicious looking or my travel schedule is very suspicious. Anyway, I, did, I went to Chicago for the first time. Why would I go in November when it's cold? I don't know. It just kind of worked out that way because we, we got a, a really great deal on Porter. and We booked it a couple months ago and I'd never been. And I've heard it's a great uh, food city, which it was. I loved it. I would love to go back when it's not freezing cold and actually walk around and uh, enjoy it. But I had a great time. I, I do look forward to going back. I was a bad tourist, however. I went to Chicago and I did not have Chicago deep dish pizza. It doesn't look appetizing. I thought about it, but then I thought, you know what? There are other things I think I'd rather eat. I went somewhere and it wasn't very good. You, Elliot, where did you go? That's Elliot, my technical producer. Where'd you, you mean in Chicago went you went to somewhere? I went which is affiliated yes. with Uno. Yes. And yeah, I wasn't too impressed. Well, so this is the thing is where we were staying was, a, you know, not too far from the main drag. And we passed a Uno pizzeria and uh, I thought about it and I kept going because there wasn't, I looked, at, I looked online, I looked at photos of this pizza and it didn't make me want to line up for it because I heard people say you have to order it like an hour in advance. If I'm wrong, go ahead, come text me, 71010. Uh, let me know if I've made a horrible mistake and now I have to go back to Chicago and try this pizza. But I, I don't feel too bad about it. I mean, other than I can't say I experience a true Chicago delicacy. I guess. Um, I've got a great lineup of guests for you tonight. At 8.30, I will talk to celebrity chef and musician Roger Mooking about his, late, his latest projects. And uh, one of those is rumored to be a new restaurant. And uh, I'm also curious, too. Please, uh, if, you, if you want to take part, text in at 71010. 
Do you plan to do some Black Friday shopping either here or do you maybe take the drive across the border and try to score deals in the States? For a long time, it was very much an American thing, you know, to hit the malls the Friday after American Thanksgiving and score big deals. We didn't really filter up to Canada until a couple of years ago because for us, I think, it's really always been Boxing Day sales that result in like the huge crowds and people lining up uh, for hours overnight to get a discount. But um, our thirst for great deals and a discount has meant that Black Friday is now a thing in Canada. In fact, a recent survey by uh, IPG Media Brands shows that more Canadians are planning ahead and booking Black Friday as a vacation day so they can go shopping, which is very surprising to me. I just, I, I mean, I guess the deals are are that good. Um, about 1 million Canadians also plan to call in sick for either Black Friday or Cyber Monday. That's the day that the online discounts happen. Uh, so I'll talk to a fashion expert and trend spotter from Cadillac Fairview to find out what deals you can expect and what's worth going out to buy. Plus, later on in the show, I'll be giving away $50 gift cards that you can use at any Cadillac Fairview Mall. That includes the Eaton Center, Fairview Mall, the shops at Don Mills, and Sherway Garden. So that's coming up later in the show, your chance to win a $50 gift card. And as I mentioned off the top of the show, the holiday countdown is on. I've already started my very intense holiday baking only slightly proud of that. Um, I'll be honest with you, in the past two years, I put on enough weight that I had to go up a jean size. And I've been fighting this for two years to try and get back into my old jeans. And I've been hanging on to my old pants. And I finally packed them up. I put them into a bag. They're going to be donated to a women's shelter because it's just so damn hard to lose the weight. So I vow this holiday season not to put on weight and go up another size. That is what I'm hoping to accomplish is to just not gain weight. Um, my guest in studio is Leanne Phillipson-Webb. She's a registered nutritionist, also founder of Sprout Right. And you're going to you're gonna get us off to the right start this holiday season. We're I early am. enough, right? I am. We are early enough. So let's get in there before it just goes so crazy. Do you feel like you get into lecture mode around this time of year because people know that you are a, a, a nutritionist? So do they feel guilty eating in front of you? Do they feel they guilty do. serving certain things to you? It's interesting going out to a restaurant or being, you know, being at a gathering, everyone sort of hiding their plate of, oh, you know, <laughs> it's my, this is my first helping. I'm not going back again. Or, you know, they hear me say certain things and, and I just say, it's, it's okay. This it's is the only, body. The, this is it's, the first time I've had poutine in my entire life, Leanne. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so funny. <laughs> so we always hear, I mean, I feel like this time of year is when we're always being told like, oh, don't eat too much and like cut back or be careful what you eat. So it's it's easy to say and I kind of roll my eyes about it. It's it like, is. yeah, 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 come yeah. on, don't. Yeah. I'm not an idiot. No. I know this. I know not to eat an entire cake in one sitting, but yet. It can get out of control. It really, does get out of control. Really quickly. When you look at your calendar, you've got this party this week, this party that week. Plus, you know, then we've got the booze on top of that. And that is a where a lot of calories there yeah. that you can really, you know, increase. So just a bit of moderation. So that's what we're going to talk about. How to still have fun, mm -hmm. but, you know, not go completely crazy. So by the time December 25th comes around, you're already, you know, you're kind of rolling. <laughs> rolling and I, the you know, what I like, too, is that um, you're going to stick around until 830. We're going to talk about some of the hidden calories. Yes. I think people I know. Leanne, that shortbread is full of calories. I know that eggnog so is high in fat. Exactly. I know that stuffing has butter. But surprisingly, there are a lot of things that 
I think people choose to eat instead of the high fat items that they yeah. think are better options. Exactly. But that's not always the case. No, that's where all the sugar is. That's oh. where all that's where it is. And you it's know, delicious. It's, it's it's good, <laughs> but it's you know, we'll talk about why it's worse for your body. Uh, but I love I love sugar so much. Today I baked all day, Leanne. Did all you? Day. Yes, I did. And I ate two cupcakes before I came. <laughs> Unfrosted, though. The frosting is where all the calories are, isn't it? Part. part. In, in, oh. part. in part. I'm trying to get a nutritionist to, to agree with me that it's okay to have two cupcakes without the icing before you start work at 8 p.m. Um, so my guest is nutritionist Leanne Phillipson-Webb. If you have a question for Leanne about nutrition, about, you know, staying on track during the holidays, feel free to text in at 71010. You can also give us a call, 416-872-1010 or uh, star 8255 on your cell phone. Um, Leanne's going to stick around after the break with some tips to keep the holiday pounds from packing on this. This is the year we're going to do. This is the year we're not going to step on the scale and see it going up. Um, and at the same time, we'll still be able to enjoy you must our have favorites, fun. right? You've got to get through the holiday season with a smile on your face and not feeling deprived. I don't want to feel deprived. Okay. And still to come, celebrity chef and Food Network star Roger Mooking on his latest projects and why he's representing Canada in Barbados this week. And to help with your holiday shopping, I'll be giving away $50 gift cards that you can use at any Cadillac Fairview shopping center across Canada. So that will help you kickstart your holiday shopping or maybe you're one of those people who's going to call in sick on Black Friday. Uh, if you want to catch a podcast of any previous shows, you can do that on my website. It's paychen.com. Also on Twitter at paychen. Uh, happy to have you interact with us this evening. I'm here till 9 p.m. Again, you can text us at 71010. If you have any questions for uh, registered nutritionist Leanne um, about the holidays, we're going to get into it just after the break. Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Welcome back to the show. All right, we're going to get you off to a good start for your holiday festivities and uh, the the cookies and the chocolates that people bring into work. I am that I am that person. I am the bad person who shows up at the office with a tin of cookies and is like, guys, look what I baked over the weekend. And then everyone hates me, but really they love everything I'm making. I, I, I bet know they, they do. I know I they, they do. do. Yeah. Uh, my guest right now is registered nutritionist Leanne Phillips and Webb. Um, she's going to help us out. So feel free to text us 71010 or give us a call 416-872-1010 if you have a question uh, for Leanne about nutrition, about, you know, maybe you're confused about something that uh, you want to have over the holidays, you're not sure if you should or about substitutes. So we're just going to start off. How should we be managing our calorie intake during the holidays? I know this is something we should we should do all year round, but it yes. seems like the holidays is this condensed, you know, four to six weeks of heavy duty indulging. Well, it's a it's a lot. You know, your, your social calendar is going to be jam packed, whether it's work, whether it's family, all of those kind of things. It's, it's it is, as you said, it's really, really intense. So managing those parties, managing those outings each individual time as much as possible. Keep to your regular breakfast, lunch, dinner. I'm always I'm all about having snacks in the middle. But before you're going to go out, whether it's a weekend or even after work, try and eat. Eat before you go. 
So you don't turn up starving because it's taking you too long to do your hair and get mm-hmm. dressed and all of those kind of things. Have a snack or something like that on the way so you don't devour the buffet tray table as soon as you get there. And then you're also, if you get there, everybody's having a few drinks, you're going to down a few drinks a lot faster, mm-hmm. which are, are also really, really high in calories. So try and balance it out by not going into a party starving. Okay, because I'm usually, I, I've learned that trick where you're supposed to eat something before. So I try to eat, um, I'll even try to eat a salad before Beautiful. I go somewhere. Mm, fantastic. Um, yeah, <laughs> and then great. I stand next to the cheese tray all night. <laughs> it, yes, I have such that. <laughs> Walk away from the cheese tray pay. <laughs> I'm always, you know what, It's it's been pointed out to me enough times by different people. They're like, oh, you're always standing next to the food. Yeah. And at first I thought that was really funny. And the fact that um, so many different people have said that to me at different events, yes. I realize it's true. Yeah. I will always stand by the food. Walk out of the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Go somewhere else. Go chat with somebody else in another room, something like that. But if you are going to stand by the food table, why don't you just fill up your plate halfway? Load it, load it, load it up with vegetables. Yeah. If if you're on a mission, right? If you're going into this holiday season and you're focused on it, I'm not going to put on the usual five, 10 pounds that I normally do. Mm -hmm. As soon as you get to that buffet, you head straight for the vegetables. You pile them high. Vegetables with all those antioxidants and great colors, they're going to make your skin sparkle. So you're going to use glitter for that, Leanne, over the holidays. Well, yes, that's (laughs) fine too, of course. Get your glitter out. But then half fill your plate with all the other stuff your cheeses, all of your favorites, your dripping Mm -hmm. meatballs, all of those kind of really high calorie foods. And maybe leave the potatoes and the bread behind too, right? The high carbs, which give you that fast hit, make you feel great, and then you crash. Don't go back for seconds, even if granny loves it when you do because it Mm -hmm. makes her feel better. Try not to go back for those seconds. Have your one plate and then walk away. Really? If you can. Okay. (laughs) Or choose your meals Mm -hmm. when you know that this particular, you know, traditional, if it's your parents or something like, I love tortier or whatever it happens yeah. to be, then think, okay, I'm going to save the extra for that meal as opposed to this one where I don't really enjoy the food so much. So I'm just going to go for more veggies and things like that. So I'm not saying that you're leaving the sweet tray or you're mm-hmm. leaving the cheese behind. It's just about balancing it. And if you go into the evening or into the to the gathering in that way, then you'll actually also leave thinking, wow, I just did a really good job of that. And that wasn't that hard. I'm not deprived because I know I'm going to get to go to another party in two nights time and then I'll have a little bit of something then too so it's just creating the creating a balance so that you can you know go the distance my friend said to me once when uh recently when we were out um and I was eating and she said you know it's not a competition (laughs) so I (laughs) that was very nice (laughs) my friends are very honest with me which is which is very nice um I also noticed too that um a lot of parties uh, or a lot of gatherings are like cocktail parties where you yes. stand and, and there's little hors d'oeuvres being passed around. Yes. And I've realized that eating those like one bite yes. things yeah. um, really add up because you're totally. not putting them on a plate. I probably wouldn't put no. 15 no. great hors d'oeuvres on a plate and eat them. But it's yeah. – um, you. I find you tend to eat more when you're just – that tray – goes by sure. and you're like, this is a little whatever cream cheese something on a toast sure. and it's little. So yeah. you just pop and you're that probably in your mouth. hungry too. Yeah. Because right? if you've come straight from work, you'll just anybody that's got a, a, a tray of food, then you're just like uh, over here, over here. Yeah. Yep. Bring and you it attack all over it. here. And you you'll eat something that's dripping in fat or something like that that you wouldn't normally Another idea is if you know you're going to go out, it's going to be a heavy, you know, a heavy evening. We're talking about calories a little bit earlier. Let's say that, you know, the gingerbread latte or the creme brulee latte is kind of your favorite. And mm-hmm. that's what you do in the middle of the afternoon. Maybe just go for your standard coffee instead if you still need that hit. Because the gingerbread latte has 320 calories. 
the creme brulee or a hot chocolate has about 430 <gasps> calories. Is that about the same as like a slice of cheesecake or something? It's it's getting up there and that's going to take you an hour of circuit training in the gym to burn that off. That's just a coffee. You haven't even gone out. Wow. You haven't got dressed up. You haven't done your hair. You haven't put your sparkles on. You haven't even gone out yet. So that's mm-hmm. just this holiday season, what you're doing during the day. So if you ditch that or still just go for the coffee with the skim milk or whatever, your calories, you're you're already doing better than if you had have had it. So can we talk a little bit about um, drinking our calories? Because mm. like you touched upon, everyone loves their festive holiday coffees with Absolutely. their whipped cream or their yep. pumps of syrup. Um, you know, pumpkin spice has now moved over. We've that's got right. gingerbread and peppermint, mocha, whatever it is. Um, Those are like a dessert. And I know that uh, a lot of people go, yeah, but it's tis the season. That's the excuse I give myself. I'm like, oh, you know, it's it's cold out. This hot chocolate with whipped cream is something I can just have. Yeah. And I'm like, it's, you know, it's just for the holidays, but that is a a whole other dessert serving. It is. You, You have just had even, you know, two glasses of champagne, Two glasses of port is the same as 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 ice cream. That's mm-hmm. 300 calories right there. I mean, that's the same as, wow. as coffee. When you add all of those up and that's going into you during the day, mm-hmm. then your evening or your, your outing or your gathering or whatever, you have completely blown your, you know, let's say 2,000 calories a day. Yeah. That's crazy just from one drink. So tell me a bit more about the hidden sugars. I know that we know what Things obviously have sugar, so the desserts. Um, You've got your pop, your jam, your cookies, all of your baking that you've been working on all day. (laughs) You know, it's full of sugar. Exactly. (laughs) You know, you can see that that's going in there. But then let's say that you're having a granola or you're not buying typical Fruit Loops or something like that. They're jammed full of sugar, salad dressing, soup, baking mixes, cured meats, even some canned foods. Yep. Yogurt is like one of the worst. Everyone thinks I'm going to have my yogurt in the morning with my granola mm-hmm. jam-packed full of sugar. So should we be having the natural, the plain yogurt? You're talking about fruit yogurts, right? Fruit, like All the fruit yogurts, your vanilla, your, you know, your lovely yeah. flavor, all of the, anything that has any of that in it and a low fat. Anytime you take fat out of something, you lose a lot of the flavor and the taste. Right. So it's going to be replaced with sugar. So we should, because I know a lot of people are on like, for example, they're into like Greek, Greek yogurt. plain yogurt. So plain and is then what we add should be in, having. And then add in some fruit. I mean, it's a good, good way to increase. You're supposed to have 10 a day, right? 10 right. fruits and veggies a day. So that's a perfect place. Throw in some frozen blueberries, high antioxidants, amazing for every single cell in your body. Mm-hmm. So, so good. And make your eyes all sparkly for that <laughs> glitter as well. You know, I mean, because you go out and you want to feel good. So, yeah. so all of these things, when you're eating this, you do feel much, much better. And the other place, let's say that you take a, you know, a trail mix to work and you keep mm-hmm. it in your desk. A lot of the dried fruit has sugar on the outside of it. Wouldn't necessarily have thought of, you know, well, great, I'm going to have some cranberries. They're supposed yeah. to be high in antioxidants. She's talking about sparkly eyes. I'll eat those. <laughs> yeah. And they've got sugar all around them. Wow. Can you believe Stats Can came out with this a couple of years ago? The Canadians, the average Canadian has 26 teaspoons, which is half a cup of sugar a day, without really realizing it. Without to thinking, me, that doesn't sound I'm gonna, ridiculous. I'm going to add in, you know, a you know, I'm going to have a double double or something yeah. like that and pile all the sugar into your coffee or something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's all of those hidden sugars that you get, you know, if you're going to have a can of pop or yeah. even if you're going out and you have, you know, some mixer like a Ryan ginger ale or something like that. Again, you've got not only the the calories from the alcohol, but then you've also got those calories from, from your mixer too. I don't think people realize how many calories are in 
um, the booze that they're drinking. I have a friend no. who has a very small appetite. She doesn't eat very much, but she loves her red wine. Right. Yes. So when you go and have, like I said, glass of champagne is about 130 calories, glass of red wine about 175. Again, compare that to your to your uh, gingerbread latte, it's mm-hmm. half. <laughs> yeah. But again, you're adding those calories on. And then if you're not a wine drinker and you're having those having those mixers, for instance, in a can of pop, we have nine and a third teaspoons of sugar. That's a lot. That is a lot. That's how we get to that 26 teaspoons of sugar a day really, mm-hmm. really quickly. And that's just one or two drinks yeah. at the end of your day or, or you know, or when you're out and about or something like that. So it's, it's, it's not difficult to, you know, to really have it add up. Now, Liam, we just have a few seconds left. Um, and I know that you, we're talking about, if we talk about sugar substitutes, yes. um, you are a fan of honey. I love honey. Raw honey just mm-hmm. comes straight from the hives and you can use that. Try not to cook with it because it kills all the enzymes, but you've got loads and loads of minerals in there. And that's what helps to process that sweet. Stops calcium coming out of your bones and osteoporosis and all of those situations that can happen. And also, you know, liver disease, heart disease, diabetes, you're going to get minerals that your body can use to metabolize that sugar rather than the white stuff, which has nothing in it. Okay. All right. I'm a big fan of honey too. I have a beehive. Uh, Very quickly, a caller um, wants to know what your holiday meal consists of. My holiday meal, mm-hmm. it's going to be turkey. My daughter's already said, of course, we have to have turkey. <laughs> we'll have sweet potatoes, lots of colors, some broccoli on the side. That may not be a favorite, but I love broccoli. Just as many colors as we can possibly get in there. Good. All right. Thank you so much, Leanne. Really appreciate My it. My pleasure. Thank that you. That is uh, Leanne Phillipson-Webb, registered nutritionist and founder of SpriteWrite. Uh, people can find you on your website, which is SpriteWrite.ca? SpriteWrite.com, actually. .com. Okay, yeah. SpriteWrite.com. Lots, lots of blog posts to support everything we've been talking about. So. All right. And Good. coming up next, we're going to talk to uh, TV star and celebrity chef Roger Mooking about what he's working on now. You're listening to The Pay Chen Show here on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. Listening to the all new Pay Chen Show on In Depth Radio News Talk 1010. Well, you know his face from hit shows like Everyday Exotic, Heat Seekers, also as a judge on Chopped Canada. You might also know his music. He's a Juno Award winning musician and in his early years was part of the popular group Basis Bass, is still making music today. Celebrity chef and TV star Roger Mooking joins me now. It's so nice to have you back on the show, Roger. Hey, I'm doing well. Now, I know that you've got a lot of things in the works right now. First of all, you are going to be heading down to Barbados for the Food and Wine and Rum Festival. You're joining a really top-level lineup of international chefs, and you are representing Canada. Hey, I'm so proud to be representing Canada this year, man. And uh, it's going to be really hard because the name is really long, Food and Wine and Rum, but... Because because of rum, so how can I say anything bad about that? It's it's like three of the best things that exist, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. I'm still there. And it, and beach, they just didn't put the word beach in there because it's a given. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, and so, flying fish and cuckoo and oh my god. Now you, someone just told me about the flying fish today. I wasn't totally aware of this. Now the festival runs uh, November twentieth to twenty fourth. This is their yes. fifth year, um, and you were born in the Caribbean. So what's your connection to Barbados? Well, I, I'm born in Trinidad, but my grandmother on my mother's side, her maiden name is Calendar, and Calendar is a very popular last name uh, from Barbados. So her father was 
was a Bajan, and he ended up in Trinidad. So I have a lot of family. Actually, I was talking to my dad yesterday. He said that we have a lot of family down in Barbados. So I'm excited to meet some of those people, you know. So it's going to be a bit of a family reunion for you as well. Yeah, I've never actually been to Barbados, so it's going to be absolutely hit on the head. Oh, you're going to be overwhelmed because you're down there. So you're down there for the food and wine and rum festival. So you're going to be uh, representing Canada. How does that feel? It feels amazing. It feels amazing. You know, there's so many amazing chefs and talent in Canada. And uh, to be able to go represent Canada, I take it as a very kind of weighty, hefty responsibility. But, you know, I think I'll be able to handle the beach and the rum and the wine <laughs> and the food for you guys all. <laughs> it's uh, it's tough, right? What, they, what they've what uh, they expected it's you to tough. do? Um, it's a tough proposition, yeah. Now, tell me about the event that you're actually taking part in. Uh, well, I'm there participating in a bunch of different things. The mm-hmm. main thing is a festival that's on, it's an event on Sunday, and a bunch of the chefs, we have booths, so we'll be there cooking up our signature dishes, and I'll be kind of tweaking one of the dishes that I do at the, my restaurant that's opening at Pearson in December, so I'm kind of sneak peeking that for some of the travelers and kind of testing that out, but being able to just go home, but, you know, into the Caribbean and touch down with some recipes, and, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun, but you know, there's night events, there's daytime events, there's cooking demonstrations, there's classes, there's mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff over these four days. So you've kind of you've alluded to two things. So you've alluded to the fact that what you're making is maybe a, a spin on what you're going to be having at your new restaurant. So we're going to talk about that in a second. But you, so you didn't really tell me what it is. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, you're well, being I'm sneaky gonna... about it. I want to know. I want to know what it is that you're going to be making. Well, I'm there by the sea, so I'm going to use some shrimp. I got some shrimp there, and I'm going to be using a, a sauce that I made up called the nagana sauce. Sorry, the what? The nagana sauce. <laughs> Can you give me a hint as to what that might be? I'm not going to tell you. Can you give me a, a hint as to the flavor? Is it sweet? Is it spicy? Is it sour? I, I'm not, not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit spicy. It is like really you know, nice bite to it. It's The color is red. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I'm going to tell you. Okay, so th- then we will have to come down to the restaurant. So tell me about this restaurant. I had no idea this was happening. Yeah, no, I'm opening a restaurant called Twist by Roger Mooking. It opens uh, middle of December in Terminal 1, Post Security at Pearson, YYZ International Airport. So if you're traveling out, uh, Air Canada Domestic, uh, please stop by and check us out, man. What kind of food will you be um, serving there? Uh, the concept is North American comfort food with a twist. Mm-hmm. So we make like a baba burger, which is a lamb burger. We make a double, double, double burger, which is <laughs> a double burger in the flavors of the famous double, double coffee that everybody knows in Canada. Right. Um, we're making the nakana sauce. We're making a... This mystery sauce. <laughs> yeah, the mystery sauce. You know, I just want to make sure that we... I can represent uh, familiar foods that aren't too intimidating that people can approach and that are comfortable in the airport, mm-hmm. but also kind of give it a little bit of twist that speaks to what the culture of Toronto and the diversity of our country is about. Now, your trip to Barbados, I know, so this is, it's this week that you're going, because again, the festival is November 20th to the 24th. So obviously this trip revolves heavily around food, but what else are you looking forward to exploring while you're there? Because you mentioned that you haven't been there before. 
Well, yeah, you know, um, you know, Barbados was known for their rum shops, so that's kind of a big thing. There's like 1,500 rum shops and 160 square feet, <laughs> crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, there's a whole culture around that. So, you know, like people meet around the rum shops the same way here. We meet at a Starbucks or a coffee shop and have a coffee and chit-chat. People chat around the rum shop, you know? Um, and then they go get some cutters, which is like fried fish in, in like a, a bread, like a sandwich kind of thing. Um, so the culture is like, you know, obviously it's warm and sunny, so it's an outdoors culture. People hang out, they drink their rum, they talk their trash, the community gets together, they eat a little food. I mean, it sounds like heaven, doesn't it? It, it, it really does. I think you have perfectly described heaven for me. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So now, because you you do have uh, you know you have Caribbean heritage, how would you describe for people for people who are listening, perhaps who've never um, been somewhere like Barbados, um, who haven't perhaps traveled that much, how would you describe the flavors or the cooking of the Caribbean? Well, you know, two famous dishes that come out of Barbados. One is flying fish. Uh, you don't really get flying fish in other parts of the Caribbean. Like, uh, the Caribbean is really uh, diverse and territorial. Like, like if you go to Italy and you go to the different parts of Italy and the food is very regional, mm-hmm. the Caribbean is very much like that. So there, you'll get flying fish in, in Barbados and you won't get that in any other island. You go to Trinidad and they'll do shark and bake and that's a very specific thing to Trinidad. So they do that there. They also do fish cakes in Barbados, which they're very well known for. And one of their most famous dishes is a dish called cuckoo, which is basically like a soft polenta with okra stirred into it, you know? Um, so I, it's, I'm just excited to go down and try some of those local cuisine. You know, some of that stuff I know growing up because my grandmother would cook it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I know it from that, but I've never actually had it in Barbados. And the accent of the people in Barbados is very sing-songy. You ever heard of Bajan accent? Um, I'm trying to recall it right now, but I, I'm sure I have. The Bajans, they talk like this. You go half, go get some flying fish on cuckoo. <laughs> Very, now you make me want to eat all of those things. So, oh my God, you so sing songy. I love it. Um, so you're going to be down there uh, very soon. Um, good luck. I'm looking forward to hearing more about it and uh, trying all this delicious food that you're describing of Barbados. Also, best of luck with the restaurant. So mid-December is when people can, um, can go down to uh, Terminal 1 and yeah. enjoy some of your food, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm really, really excited about that. Really, really excited. Right now, you go by, you'll see some hoarding up and the picture of me and stuff and some food. But uh, middle of December is when we're cracking that thing open, if all goes well. So just in time for everyone, uh, I guess, going away for the holidays. Yeah, that's the goal. We're trying to push for that, you know. So I was just in the airport last week finalizing all the recipes with the team. We've uh, hired the key staff and we're ready to go. All right. Looking forward to it. Well, thank you so much, uh, Roger, and good luck at the Barbados Food and Wine and Rum Festival. Enjoy your little piece of heaven because I I think it's going to be fantastic. I'll make sure I drink some rum for you (laughs) and I'll bring home a little bit of accent. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) Have a great night. Talk to you soon, Roger. See you, paper. (laughs) That's Chef Roger Mooking. You're listening to the Pay Chen Show here on In-Depth Radio News Talk 1010. Up next, are you one of the... One million Canadians who are planning to call in sick for Black Friday? Well, I'll tell you how to score the best Black Friday deals. Also, your chance to win a $50 gift card to kickstart your holiday shopping. If you want to catch up on the podcast of the show, you can do that on my website. It's paychen.com. Yeah. 
This is the all-new Pay Chen Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Well, 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 a recent survey found that almost 1 million Canadians will be calling in sick on Friday, November 28th, known as Black Friday. Uh, they'll also be calling in sick on Cyber Monday. It's when all the online deals happen. Almost, this is shocking to me, almost 3 million Canadians are taking a vacation day, those are the honest people, to shop Black Friday deals. And uh, the great thing about Cyber Monday and all those online discounts, over 2 million of us plan to shop during work hours because it just makes our life that much easier. So up until recently, you you basically had to cross the border to take advantage of Black Friday discounts because it was very much an American shopping extravaganza that happens after their Thanksgiving. But in recent years, Canadian retailers have been offering their own Black Friday sales, probably, you know, to keep the dollar in Canada and realizing how many people were willing to go down to the States to uh, to get a sale of some sort. So um, on the line, I have fashion expert and trend spotter for Cadillac Fairview, Patricia Gaggio. Hey, Patricia. Hello, hey, thanks for having me on the show. Um, I, I, you know, assuming that most of us don't really want to spend the entire day shopping, I know that you know what's going on. You, you, you know the ins and outs. So what's the best way to take advantage of Black Friday deals? Well, um, well there's so many things you can know about uh, Boxing Day, and I really believe that uh, that box that Black Friday is uh, you can shop with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Here is a, I'm here to shop for Christmas gifts. I'm here to stock up on things I need all year, and most importantly, you can shop for deals on your party outfit. So that's, oh, that's outfit true. You need for the office party, the Christmas dinner with the family, and then you know, of course, you need something fun and sparkly for New Year's Eve. So I like to attack it. And buy things that I need. Because it used to be for for us north of the border that our big day to get um, deals was Boxing Day, which didn't really help you in terms of your Christmas shopping because it was it happened after the holiday. So usually you bought things, I guess, for yourself. But the great thing, I think what appeals to everyone about Black Friday is that you can kind of conquer your shopping list um, and perhaps score a deal. So I'm not sure if there's certain items that are worth buying on Black Friday? Um, like, you know, I know people, for example, wait for electronics to go on sale or um, video games, those sort of sorts of things. So, well, everything in the mall, actually, there's going to be great deals uh, all throughout the mall. But I think it's important to mention, Pay, that actually, besides the great deals, Black Friday is really a day to celebrate fashion. So there's going to be a lot of things going on in the mall. For example, there will be professional stylists on site at all 20 uh, Cadillac Fairview shopping centers Mm -hmm. across Canada. And they'll be offering personalized fashion consultations. And they're free. So when you come to the mall, all you have to do is sign up. So if you can't tag team shop with your best friend, you know, you don't have to shop alone. And also another interesting thing is that there will be fashion spotters in the mall. So I, I kind of think of them as fashion spies. And they'll be giving away Cadillac Fairview shop cards oh, great. that are dressed with great style. So, you know, you don't be shy to uh, look your best when you go shopping on Black Friday. But one of the things I'm most excited about, I must tell you, uh, about Black Friday at Cadillac Fairview is their new app called CF Shop, which is uh, CF for Cadillac Fairview, and then Shop, 
mm-hmm. with uh, an exclamation mark. And it launches this week. And shoppers will want to know that when you download it, you can actually enter to win a $1,000 shopping spree with a personal stylist. So oh, the that's app good. also has a lot of other fun and useful features, um, such as an interactive map. So if you happen to find yourself lost in the mall, it's going to help you a little bit. <laughs> and it also includes a shopping list builder, so nobody on your list gets forgotten. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much, Patricia. This will, uh, I guess, Black Friday deals help us jumpstart our holiday shopping for ourselves and for others. Uh, It's great. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Thank you. That's Patricia Gajo. She's the fashion expert and trend spotter for Cadillac Fairview. And I did mention, um, and Elliot's going to Man, the telephone lines right now. I have four $50 gift cards to give away. They can be used at any Cadillac Fairview Mall in Canada, in Toronto, to make your life easier. That includes the Eaton Centre, Sherway Mall, Shops at Don Mills, Promenade Centre, and Fairview Mall. So this is the thing. The first four correct callers who can tell Elliot the date of Black Friday this year will win a $50 gift card, and hopefully that will help you with your shopping. So you have to tell them the actual date. Uh, And so while Elliot does that, while you call in 416-872-1010 or star 8255 on your cell phone, Vinny White joins me now, stretching... Thursday the 4th of June. Mm, Very good. No. Yep, you don't get to win because you work here. So what's coming up on your show? Tonight. Tonight. We're going to talk about ISIS. Always hilarious. Oh, that is that is comedy fodder right there. <laughs> I've always felt that. Yeah. No, we're going to talk about the ISIS name and the amount of organisations that are changing their name. Oh, yeah. Bra manufacturer in the United Kingdom, a bakery mm-hmm. in Regina, um, an, a rowing club in Oxford, England. You name it, there's loads of them. Yeah. Should they be changing the name? Should ISIS is, and I mean the plural term for people called ISIS, should mm-hmm. they be changing their name? Thoughts? Thoughts? You can let Vinny know. But I'm after asking nine. you for yours, really. <laughs> should they... Wait, ask the shops. I'm a bit things? worried I just bored you. Did I you bore did. you? did. I kind of fell asleep. Oh I fell God. asleep with my eyes open what for about 20 seconds. What does that say about the radio show sleeping? that I'm going to do if I can't even entertain <laughs> the host that's supposed to be listening to me for 10 seconds? I listened and then I fell asleep is it, for a little bit. Is it the accent? Is it the face? Maybe. What is it? It's mostly the face. I've got um, a boring face. <laughs> boring face. <laughs> so that's. Is there anything else coming up on your show you want to talk I'm about? I still would no? like to ask you your opinion. Should people called ISIS change their name? I almost, if they are a business, I feel that it they should because it's affecting their business. Mm. Chances are, I mean, if you had a bakery called Ebola, you would change your name. Yeah, because things that affect <laughs> business, you will you will make it happen. What about females that have been christened ISIS? I think if it's your name, that that's that's different. It's it's challenging, and it might be with different cultures, different languages. It could have a totally different meaning. So that's somewhat unfair, but um, it really, I think, depends on the person. If apparently they it's the five hundred and thirty fifth most popular name in the United States. Really? Yeah, I know. After Hector. I think Hector's got to be further. Up. I mean, I haven't got. I won't read the whole lot out. Yeah, that's what I do on the show. We're just going to talk about popular names. Uh, I'm also going to talk about an argument I had with a taxi driver last night. And um, oh boy, why is that an old boy? I thought you'd do that. Is that wrong? You're you're immediately taking his side. Aren't I you? am. Knew what? it. Yep. Well, I'll tell you what, you won't when you hear the story. Okay. Guaranteed on really? that one. Absolutely. All right. And uh, we're also going to talk about the comet that they've landed a. Craft the bomb. the multi billion dollar um, little space capsule yep. that attached the comet. Yeah, 
that they spent years researching, mm-hmm. billions of dollars building, that's and it. then they didn't have a backup battery? Yeah, that's the fella. <laughs> okay. Yeah. it's You say it like it's a terrible uh, embarrassment. I think it is financially, probably, but it did achieve some stuff. So we talk about what it achieved. All right. Yeah. It didn't achieve much because then all of a sudden they're like, it's powered down. It's not on the sunny side of the comet. Exactly. And what they're saying is now that it might come into the solar system. And if it does, then it'll be near enough the sun and it'll flip round and it'll, it'll boot back up again. Um, oh, you know what? Did you? Of course you saw. I don't know how you could not have seen this this week. Um how Kim Kardashian was trying oh, to break really? the internet. So I bore you, but you bring up Kardashian. That's not fair. I was thinking of things that were very popular on Twitter this week. Wow. The comet was one. Kim Kardashian was another. It, I can't stand... I don't devote any time, actually, to her. But uh, the thing with her photo, not just that photo, her photos in general, is that it is making um, p- women self-conscious if they don't have a large behind if they don't have like something good to grab so now instead of just buy now for fairly average women like myself who need to buy padded bras and whatever i now have to buy like padded underwear i need to buy something to give like fill out the back <laughs> does that exist it's very st- it does exist just chuck a phone the, the phone- padded underwear exists more now because of people like kim kardashian just chuck a phone book down there well it's the wrong shape um just I'm gonna stuff a couple think. of hamburger buns yeah, hamburger into my buns, back pocket because like there's they're they're squishy enough. A banjo without the stem. Uh, your suggestions are not very good suggestions. That was really weird as well, wasn't it? I wonder if that's some sort of sexual fantasy that's accidentally come out. What? Your bum and a banjo. No, I don't. I don't like any of these associations. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I, I don't like about, this at all. I was thinking about talking about Jean Gomeshi as well. Yeah. But, In what way? Uh. I don't think I'm going to go there because I've got so much to do in the show. Yeah. But since since we're, we'll do it very briefly now. Okay. Did this surprise you? This whole thing. Oh, the magnitude of it definitely surprised me. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're in broadcasting, and I yes. think. Well, like I've, you, you're talking about the the women who have come forward um, accusing him of physical abuse. Yeah, and, and I should have said I should have been more yeah. specific. Really, yes, the magnitude that surprised me. Definitely. The magnitude of the amount of people that have either made a legal complaint or just mm-hmm. complained to the press. And the other question I would ask is, if if this was you, wouldn't you just skip the press and go straight to the police? If it was me, what that it had happened to? If, yeah, if you had been, I should be more specific again. Yeah. If you'd been. Violently struck in a it sexual depends on the situation. situation. I might be a little embarrassed about the circumstances, um, oh. and it, you know, and I think for a lot of the women, it was some of it was embarrassment, some of it was um, fear, you yeah. know, and and not wanting the backlash. So I understand why a lot of women haven't come forward, but I think it's great that many have, and they've created a really welcoming community for more women to come forward. So uh, kudos to everyone there. Uh, Vinny White is coming up next. Paychan.com is where you can go to catch the podcast. Vinny's going to talk about very interesting things. Yeah, after I'm not do Jean Gomeshi, I've just decided it's too heavy. <laughs> you should just drop it yeah, now. Forget it. Have a great night, everyone. Um, and I'll uh, see you in a week.